You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the Gimli and Legolas to my Aragorn, Sean Keller. Salted pork. <laughs> and Mike Pareto. Crabby from Dodland. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little nonsense. Daryl Kensington just never has enough money for the things he wants. <laughs> he tries and tries, but always comes up short. That's why today you have an opportunity to help Daryl Kensington. <laughs> In the same way that he would help you if he could, by donating money to the Daryl Kensington Happy Times Fund at DarylToDonate.com Your donation could be used for many important things, such as mobile app transactions. <laughs> garbage bags. Or, or even a blowjob from a pretty good stripper who's just trying to support her son. You want to help Felicity's son, don't you? It's like you're donating money directly to Felicity's son, Jacob. But indirectly, through a guy who will first get a blowjob out of it. It's actually better, really, than just donating directly to Felicity's son, Jacob. Because Daryl Kensington... Will also briefly be happy. He'll have a memory that he'll cherish for hours or days. And he's a he's a struggling corporate tax accountant from Irvine, California. They need help too. Just like Felicity's son Jacob. Who has who has terminal butt cancer. <laughs> They both need your money, so give it first to Daryl Kensington for an okay blowjob, and then support <laughs> Jacob's futile late stage four butt cancer fight. <laughs> the Daryl Kensington Relief Fund. Help Daryl help a stripper's kid. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, excuse me. How are how are you guys? I'm I'm really tired. I got home ten minutes ago and just started getting ready for this. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Never been better. I actually fell asleep until about five minutes ago. I, uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> you, you I just got a little tired. <laughs> I closed my eyes, and before I knew it, I was dead. <laughs> were, were you on a couch? No, I was on a bed. 
That's even better. You decided to lay down in a bed. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, that huh. is a that is a choice. That is a decision for sure. Yeah. I, that's weird. I got if you lay down in a bed, you can't you can't be surprised if what happens is sleep. Of course. Yeah. And to do that just moments before recording a podcast is just crazy. Let's say if you're standing in a kitchen or a bathroom. Yeah. Uh, just laying down are, on the bathroom floor. These are places. Floor. No, no, standing, completely oh. upright. <laughs> <laughs> staring, staring at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, if you fall asleep under those conditions, then you can be surprised. <laughs> I can safely say that's never happened. I rarely, I rarely fall asleep anywhere but a bed. If it's not a bed, it's, it's very difficult for me. Yeah, I'll occasionally fall asleep on a couch. But... Mike, you have difficulty sleeping in a bed. Yes, that's correct. I do. Yeah, at <laughs> tremendous difficulty at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, all all the things that should make it easy for one to sleep do not aid you in any significant way. <laughs> right, and circumstances that uh, are not designed for sleep also not easy for me to sleep in. Just uh, no, doesn't get better. And uh, I, on the other hand. I'm so addicted to sleeping in a bed that even when I pass out on a couch, I will somehow make my way to a bed. I've witnessed this. With yeah, perhaps after consuming tremendous amounts of alcohol. <laughs> without without any knowledge of how or when I got there. Yep. I, I will make it to a bed. <laughs> yes, and you'll get there in such a way that you actually I think you're actually more capable while you're sleeping of moving to the bed (laughs) (laughs) than when I'm awake. (laughs) Yeah, my autopilot is more competent than my pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which in many cases is true for pilots, aircraft pilots. I hope that's... Actually, I do hope that's true. I I do want a good autopilot, you know? Yeah, I mean, a computer Mm -hmm. should be smarter and better than humans at just about everything. Like my dishwasher, making Jack's 3000. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, a, a dishwasher should be way better at cleaning dishes than a person. It should be better at cleaning dishes than it is at cleaning a person. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with the statement that a dishwasher should be better at cleaning dishes than at cleaning a person. <laughs> right. I'm yeah, sorry. I agree with you. You definitely don't want to put a person inside of a dishwasher. No, not well. well no, it it almost certainly be a child just based on how much space is in a dishwasher. Yeah, maybe if you had like and an industrial dishwasher, that would be even worse. I'm pretty like a, sure, like a walk-in, a walk-in. It would be like a, a walk-in car, dishwasher, you know, like a car wash, right? They don't have they don't have gigantic dishwashers, do they? You, you're the only one of us who's actually worked at a right. No, Joe, you worked at a pizza place for a while. Yeah, uh, uh, dishwashers are people. Yes. Yeah, they have a couple of yeah. There's a couple of stoners and hairnets who are just spraying shit with a hose, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dipping it in a special uh, diluted disinfectant material, and then nah, good they just, to go. They just spray it with a hose. <laughs> Sorry, well, for depends, everyone. <laughs> depends on your your health rating. Uh, <laughs> That's true. But if you have an A, there's a there's some disinfectant going on. <laughs> if you have an A plus, it's just hoses. <laughs> it's just they power wash the dishes. That that'll do it. Get the bacteria yeah, I, right off of there. Five out of twenty dishes survives the process. It's very <laughs> expensive. The titanium dishware. 
all of this is the real reason they had to uh, close restaurants for the uh, pandemic is has nothing to do with people being near each other. It's just everything's dirty. That's right. I mean, everything is dirty, though, right? Everything is dirty. <laughs> like, there, what was I heard? That maybe it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. There, yeah, I think that, like, Chuck Nice was like, "Hey, let's play a game where you just say oh, mind-blowing facts." And uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, uh, "At the tip of your lower colon, there's more bacteria than there are grains of sand in the universe, <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> something so that, that was definitely not it. But yes, um, <laughs> that was also a terrible impression. <laughs> he turned into like a I've southern never... gay man. <laughs> there are grains of sand in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Wow, there's more bacteria down your colon. <laughs> I'm in your blood. <laughs> Welcome to Star Talk, y'all. Dino DNA. <laughs> yeah, I never practiced a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I probably probably should. I think. Um, it was something I, I want to say it was something about the gut bacteria, and it was like there's yes, like there's more there's bacteria, more living in your body, like more bacteria in a single person's gut than there are people or something in the world, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Some, I mean, then there are people who've ever lived. <laughs> right, that's great. <laughs> Those would be ridiculous numbers to compare because it's not even close. I'm just gonna keep making up. Random <laughs> facts. The point is, right. everything is disgusting. I mean, it's and- definitely true. But yeah. it's it's just there there there's what, been way fewer people that have ever lived than people think. That's true. What's always weirded me out or grossed me out was when I realized, and it makes total sense. But I think it was one of you who informed me that when you smell, like when you walk into a bathroom and you smell shit, yeah, that that's because little particles of shit are like <laughs> going yeah, into your nose. It's well, not yeah, just well, like well, so it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's the thing is, is when I realized what smells are, it's little pieces of that thing going, in, <laughs> yes. going. Because before I just thought uh, it was like a harmless aromatic mist. Like there, that, like there was just smell waves coming off of things. Actually, like, yes, I did. I, I think I viewed them as waves of smell, like the, like the mysterious cosmic rays that created the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yes. Smell thing, Things just this things just emit bad. scent Woo. energy. This smells bad. <laughs> but yeah, now Actually, that I know of, it, it's because of Joe that I don't use hand dryers anymore because uh oh. <laughs> I, I believe this came from a conversation that Do I, I want to know. You. No, no, like the the air the air dryers the Yeah, the, uh, the, the air yeah. the air's not coming from outside the bathroom. No, they just they just oh, push no. <laughs> more they just push more shit particles into your hand. I thought yeah. they had like a big tank. Hot, I thought they had hot, like a no, giant it's hot tank shit of it. particles that's blown <laughs> on your hands. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem good at not, all. Not as good as a paper towel. So. Yeah, and actually, it's not greener to use an electric hand dryer either. More damage is done to the environment from the electricity created to run that hand dryer than a few fucking paper towels. Wow. What a racket. Yeah. Wow. The real God. reason the real reason hand dryers are so popular is because you buy one and then you don't have to buy paper towels and restock them. Yeah, go figure. It's more lucrative for the establishment than yes, better exactly. for the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The worst Crazy. are those pathetic ones that just gently blow a slightly warm air. <laughs> yes. Onto your head. Like, they, it doesn't do anything. Well, automatic. It'd be like if I was standing in the wall and just went. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what happens when they break down. They they get someone from the back to do that. It's it's a it's actually a glory hole. We're just, <laughs> we're just gonna get Gus to come in here and blow on your hands. <laughs> that that was how the first glory hole started in 1998. Um, <laughs> the first glory hole ever. So recent. <laughs> well, you know, it's still 22 years ago. Uh, no, when I think of paper towel dispensers, like what I like about the the blow dryers is that you don't have to touch anything in the whole, you know, if you have an automatic faucet, an automatic soap dispenser, then you're not touching anything. But if you get to a paper towel holder that's not automatic and you have to press a lever to get the paper out, then you're touching a shared surface. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, you have to, like, use your elbow or something. I guess. Or you, pu- you, you pump it before you wash your hands. I don't oh, there know. you go. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Also, Since Someone I mean, snatches your paper. Something to consider. Uh, hold on, my my earbuds just disconnected from the fucking computer. Beep boop. Computer, connect earbuds. <laughs> connect both earbuds. I can't hear a goddamn word anyone is saying. This is really annoying. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to wired. Not milk duds. Earbuds. Computer. Your Actually. earbuds are not aboard the Enterprise. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> every well, single I... time, every time they ask the computer to locate somebody, that's always the answer. <laughs> every time. I, I, told, <laughs> I told Catherine the other day about how Picard always orders his tea, Earl Grey hot. And she was like, well, why does he have to say hot? Are they just going to give him some cold tea? <laughs> I was like, that's a good point. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you got to specify temperature for the computer, right? Tell the computer. It's not like the computer's brewing tea back there. It's like <laughs> it's like the guy behind the wall blowing out of the air dryer. <laughs> <laughs> there's a constant. It's actually there's veins of tea that just flows through the walls of the Enterprise. <laughs> it's naturally occurring tea. Yeah. You don't know about the tea tanks? The tea, the tea tanks. tanks. <laughs> just big vats in the Enterprise, and only the Enterprise. Computer, locate Dave Jenkins. <laughs> Dave Jenkins is not aboard the Enterprise. <laughs> of course he's not. Uh, I don't even know anyone named Dave Jenkins. <laughs> no one's ever aboard the Enterprise when I ask. <laughs> Computer, locate Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard is not aboard the Enterprise. Oh, come on! (laughs) Computer, locate computer. Computer is aboard the Enterprise. Oh, fuck you! (laughs) The computer is the Enterprise. (laughs) What? (laughs) Idiot. All gray. Cold. I've had cold I've had had, is not aboard the Enterprise. I've had iced uh, Earl Grey. It's uh, very refreshing. Is it? Sure. Yeah. Yes, it's like Earl Grey, but it's cold. You know, uh, I actually just remembered that... uh, I don't know if I told you, Mike. I've kind of come around on the show Lower Decks. Ooh, I've seen it. I've seen some uh, other people in the circles on the internet coming to similar conclusions. Yeah, uh, it, it started horribly, but... They're they're finding their way, and I find a lot of it to be amusing. Now, the, this is the cartoon, right? Yeah, this is the cartoon that uh, focuses the children's on, cartoon. Well, as all cartoons are, <laughs> I'm joking. Particularly <laughs> hentai. 
there's a there's a bit in like the first or second episode where the replicator malfunctions and it just keeps spitting out hot bananas. <laughs> That's just what a going. weird temperature to eat bananas. Well, yeah, it's going to the Earl Grey hot thing. It just keeps going banana hot, banana hot, banana hot. That's actually hilarious. Who who has ever eaten a hot banana? <laughs> Nobody. Maybe maybe like a monkey in the desert. <laughs> there's no Yeah, there's a lot a banana. of monkeys and bananas in deserts. <laughs> in the desert. Lots of banana trees out there in the desert. I'm not a I'm not a geography doctor, but uh, <laughs> I don't eat my bananas hot, I'll tell you. That. I'm not a plant geographer. <laughs> I'm no banana doctor. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Banana hot. hot. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's yeah, I'll have to give that a bit. shot. I looked at that. I I saw a preview for it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this looks awful." Initially, I, I agreed. I agreed with that sentiment. It was it was stupid, but as time Is goes it canonical? on, uh, I don't know. They really don't like try to reinvent the wheel. Nothing changes in the universe. Uh, you know, it's it's just stories that affect this one ship for the most part. So maybe it doesn't doesn't matter. None of this matters. It don't matter. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it's really enjoyable just as a series of in jokes for Star Trek fans, like Banana Hot. That's funnier if you know the way a lot of people order shit from the replicator, notably Picard. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's also a, a really uh, this one made me fucking laugh. Turns out that. Uh, one of the jobs that like an ensign has to perform on a starship is clean out the cum trap in the holodeck. Wait, what? They, oh my god, are you serious? They have a, they no. have a semen trap. <laughs> no, they don't. That's the joke in the, in the fucking cartoon, man. Is that someone? Wait, has but to, they don't. Yeah, they, they don't say that. Makes sense. I, they basically say exactly that, Sean. I, that's that seems like really raunchy. Well, it's not on broadcast television. My God, that's like South Park levels of. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm just on. surprised. Star Trek is such a a big IP that they would uh, allow them to do something like that. Well, it's not like they showed it dripping with cum. <laughs> well, it's a missed opportunity then. <laughs> they just they just basically said that someone has to clean out the cum trap. They didn't call it oh, that, Jesus. but that's what it was. <laughs> The pleasure depository, <laughs> something. <laughs> Let's see. It reminds me of an episode of Futurama, where, <laughs> of course, it does. Where, of course, they make a comment about how every every now and then the holodeck malfunctions and becomes real. And Zap Brannigan's like, "Yes, I remember. I've never been hit with more paternity suits." <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. much like the internet, I'm sure that the holodeck would be used primarily for one purpose fantasy sports (laughs) fantasy sports i i think we just said the same thing (laughs) i'm playing michael jordan one-on-one he spins and then his shorts fall off what's that (laughs) oh my god unless you're jordy laforge and you uh you just you never go you never take that extra step with dr leah brahms you just say you just have her say, 
that every time you touch the engine, it's like you're touching me, Jordy. Good Lord. Tell me you guys remember that episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're transferring you off the Enterprise, Jordy. <laughs> we, we've received a number of complaints <laughs> of uh, public uh, indecency. <laughs> so Sean Connery is giving the news? <laughs> Sean, Sean Connery it. and Patrick Stewart do kind of sound the same sometimes. <laughs> You're holding your dick right now. <laughs> I got <laughs> can't protect you <laughs> from everything. <laughs> uh, he's just <laughs> fucking an outlet in the wall. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> she told me I was touching her, Captain. <laughs> no, I don't remember that episode, Mike. <laughs> I, I would have remembered that. Oh, God. I gotta snap out of it. Woo! Yeah, you just took that totally awesome nap, you bastard. Snap out of it. Actually, speaking of that, I gotta, I gotta take another nap. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta nap break. <laughs> we'll just sit here silently and wait for your return. <clears throat> yes. Wow, you guys really were silent <laughs> that whole time. I, <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> I was just staring into the camera. Because, <laughs> you know, podcast listeners love the old stare oh, yeah. into the they, camera. They bit. Love we'll we'll keep all bits. of that in there. That's all going to be in there. They love visual bits. <laughs> How was your nap? Tippity tap. Tippity tap. The T, T, the, what is it, the, inside the ship, there's the T. Earl Grey? There's the T. <laughs> the T testers. Is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Joe, Joe mentioned a double T word earlier, and I can't recall it. How much earlier? Teetotalers. <laughs> there's, there's some sort of T, the T. T temperature. T. Teetotalers. Earlier on this show? Yes, like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Time travel? You said yes. There's No, just forget it. This is... No, this is what this show is about now. This episode is now about what did I say 10 minutes ago that none of us can remember? Titties. I quit the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What was it in regards to? We were talking about the tea in the ship. Oh, the tea tanks. And then you... The tea tanks. The tea tea tanks. Mike, Mike and I immediately said at the same time, the tea tanks. <laughs> it's just a fun double tea thing to say. Yeah. yeah. But apparently not fun enough for anyone to remember. <laughs> no, well, I'll remember now. No, mm. Sean, almost, he remembered the idea of it. I, did, I remembered the humor of it. He vaguely remembered, remembered why it was fun, but not what it was. Mm. Yeah. 50% of it, I remembered. I would argue more than 50%. Mm. Well, T, and then another T. 
word. Yeah, is Which, is more than half. No, that's exactly half. Syllable. If you look at the letters, though, because that's four mm. letters, and then another four letters remain. Mm. Yeah, and I wasn't like T boats. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, T foot, two for T for two. <laughs> I wanted to name a movie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> T for two for T. <laughs> so that, Couples would walk up to the box office and go, ah, yes, uh, two for T for two for T. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 815. <laughs> ah, yes, movies, the movie theater. If you make it, you could probably get it in theaters now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. Yeah, theater is the booming uh, uh, show business. thing of the past. Except James Bond pushed back again. They, they said, oh, you're not opening theaters, huh? Oh, we're going to delay it again. <laughs> like everyone else is going to streaming. And I saw like, they tried to you. sell it. They tried to sell it to streaming <laughs> services for six hundred million dollars. <laughs> they were like, they were like, OK, we, we would entertain streaming it. Uh, you have to pay us <laughs> yeah. a billion dollars. I, yeah, I didn't realize that uh, Dr. Evil ran the <laughs> Sony or whoever the owned the rights to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just like, fuck you. We're going to wait until theaters are back. And there's going to be four theaters in the world. And they're all going to play James Bond. (laughs) All right. So here's the deal. We spent $200 million on this thing. And we're going to sell it to you for $600 million. (laughs) For no reason whatsoever. Couldn't Couldn't we just make a James Bond movie? (laughs) <laughs> it's the standard unless, 100% markup. Unless they felt like they had like, you know, a Force Awakens avatar like this Avengers and like we're going to make a billion dollars internationally on this. Which I I I just don't see that kind of thing for James no, Bond. No, absolutely not. No, it it could make it could 3 make to 400 or 300 million. Absolutely. Which is a lot of money. You know why I know it wouldn't cross the billion dollar mark? Because I don't give a shit about it being indefinitely delayed. I don't yeah, care. I, I'm sad about it. Well, no, but I but I also want to. I see do it want theaters. to see it. I want to see it in theaters though. So I'm glad if it came out like today, I wouldn't go and I wouldn't be able to catch it in theaters because I don't foresee yeah. that happening. So yeah, maybe in the spring. Maybe I don't know. How badly do you want to see it? Would you pay eighty dollars to rent it? Well, I wouldn't want to. The, the whole point is, I want to see it on an enormous screen with speakers I could never afford. Like, I, I want to just see it in IMAX. You know, and there are theaters away. in. Uh, I've only heard about this in California, but it might be in other places where they will let you rent out in the entire theater for a hundred dollars. Yes, I've I've heard that too. Yeah. And you know, that's pretty neat. Yeah, and you can you can just bring you know who you want as long as you you're spaced out. Right. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I might consider that if, if things are still looking iffy in the spring when this comes out. I would absolutely do that just so I could finally realize my dream of being the only person in a movie theater. <laughs> it has to be a really awful movie, though. <laughs> like, to, to watch, uh, like, a Rob Schneider movie, and you'd reserve the <laughs> entire No, I think, I think no. if I'm going to spend $100 to watch a movie... It, it, you're right. It either has to be really funny, the choice I pick, not the movie right. itself, but the choice. No. Yeah. Or it has to be like when I finally see Jaws. There you go. Oh my God. Yeah. That'd be they, cool, actually. That'd be fucking awesome. 
I'd love to see Jaws in a theater. That, that would that would that would be yeah. that would be worth a hundy spot. Yeah, there's certain old movies that I would love to to see in a theater again. They started doing that like uh, earlier in the spring. They were like when theaters shut down, they were like, well, maybe we'll bring back some like they had Empire and shit, like at drive-ins and oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know why they do really it. ought to be making a comeback. I mean, this is the time. If there's ever be. been a time, it's now. They just all disappeared, and so there's only like so many of them now. And they're not going to like build a new drive-in, they which should. actually I, I can't imagine it would be that expensive. You just need like a big screen and projector. Uh, there's one here that a lot of land closed. Like it happened to close like before COVID and just never reopened. That's crazy. Is it still there? Yeah, yeah it is. The uh, Cascade Theater. Yeah, it's you should you should buy it. Seriously, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good investment right now. It's yeah. an excellent it business opportunity. I'll just do that. I'll go buy it right now. I'll go. Well, go as Sean it, pointed out, how much could it possibly cost? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably a great time to buy more money than I have. <laughs> just probably, you know, put a lien on your house or something. There, problem solved. Great <laughs> yeah. idea. Don't tell Maria though, because she'd get upset. So keep it secret from her. <laughs> yeah, secret liens <laughs> on your house. That's always wise. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to want to tell her until you're really rolling in dough. So just uh-huh. maybe keep it quiet for now. This is smart. This is smart. <laughs> what other movies are have been delayed like months and months and months? Like Black Avatar Widow, Two. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not because of COVID. <laughs> sure, that's because James yep. Cameron is crazy. No, Black Black Widow, they probably could have released a year ago, and then they were like, "No, we don't want to do this on Disney Plus." Um, the yeah, Batman. They're, they're taking which, their sweet time with Black Widow. The Batman hasn't been delayed for release though. They're they're not even done. Right, that was a production delay. Yeah. But they, but it was due to COVID. The production delay, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, like, but Mo- Black Widow, you're right, was like it's been done. Yeah, oh, it's ready. Black Widow's been in the can years. for a while. But yeah. they were like, oh, Mulan. Yeah, we'll we'll put that out in streaming. Or maybe that was just an experiment. They were like, Mulan is. There's a lot of excitement. We're gonna charge. $30 for you to stream Mulan and let's see if we can make theater money because there's not it's not like you're get you're having to take a fraction of your money to pay the theaters you get a hundred percent of that $30 That's why the theaters are pissed as fuck yeah oh yeah they gotta be I mean they're but doomed it, but they haven't done anything past Mulan at the $30 price point which kind of leads me to believe that they did not do very well compared to a box office release I mean no, not compared to a box office release. I thought they did do pretty well. Well, like, there I, were I thought- rumors that they did, but like the, the streaming services don't give you their numbers. Like the box office, the theaters are like, yeah, this movie made this much money, but we don't have any idea how much like Netflix, like how many views I guarantee uh, Netflix it's made gets. more money than any streaming rental ever has. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wish I, I mean, could tell you. Let's yeah, see. I mean, wh- what else has ever charged that much? Well, nothing, but I'm trying to think that there's movies that come out that are like $15 or $12 that maybe have a bigger following or viewing, but I I, I don't know. What's going to have I think more, it's a what's good guess. Have bigger followings than a Disney movie. I mean, there are lots of parents who are going to take their kids to that. Now they don't have to leave the house because they yeah. can't. <laughs> I don't know. It's really tricky. Again, like I said, if if Netflix or Disney Plus, you know, Amazon Prime, if they had to report how many views, how many downloads or, or whatever it is, then uh, 
and I almost feel like they should, but maybe they give that info to like their prime stockholders and nobody else. I don't know. If they if they did though, it would be it would become public. Yeah. I mean, unless there was some yeah, that's kind of true. non-disclosure agreement or something, but it's just so weird that you can't track that when you know you could track how much money a movie makes for decades. That was like, and now it's such a different industry, and they're like, eh, we're not going to tell you though. It's like, well, so much money is being made on these streaming services now. Yeah, I guess I feel like we should probably know. It wouldn't do me any good <laughs> if no. someone said Mulan made two million dollars. I'd be <laughs> like, like, that's okay. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how has that changed Sweet. your life? <laughs> that's pretty neat. That's cool. That's, uh, oh, that's a lot good, of money. Good for them. That, that is a, that is a lot of money. I know that thing now. Now I know. <laughs> I know for sure we're going to release our movie on Netflix. <laughs> we better, yeah, we should have taken that $600 million for the Bond flick. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Shit. $100 million. <laughs> Mulan made $400. Oh, God. <laughs> they offered us $500 million. <laughs> just going, I've been watching a lot of Bond recently, and I just have to throw in that the third Bond movie that Daniel Craig did... He was like adamant that it was going to be a trilogy. And You're he talking was about Skyfall. Yes, and he was only going to do three. And then they must, I don't know the details of his contract for Spectre and then for this last one, but they must have thrown a lot of money to get him to I do know, he was, movies. He was acting like he wanted nothing to do with it anymore. He didn't. Like, he was so done. He was completely yeah. done. And I think the physical toll it was taking on him and everything else, like, because he's like mid forties, right? He's he's in his early fifties. Oh God! But yeah, I think at the time he was in his mid forties, and they had him like yeah, climbing yeah. on top of tra- like, and he's not like nobody's Tom Cruise. Like Tom Cruise does this shit, <laughs> and it's like and he's sixty two oh, yeah, like, years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's fine. but like a normal person, like Daniel Craig, is like I had to work out for six months straight. Like every day for nine hours a day to get in shape for these movies. And he was like, and then he'd have to film an entire day and then work out for three more hours on the same day he shot. So, yeah, they must have. I mean, it's got to be like Robert Downey Avengers money that he's got for those last two movies. It's definitely a huge amount of money. I'm going to say like $50 million per movie. (laughs) I think think he made $100 million. (laughs) That's probably true, actually. I, I, Fifty million for the last like two is probably true. God, close to that. And you get to be James Bond. <laughs> that's just that's a good deal if you're Daniel Craig. He he did some. He did the. He made the right moves. He definitely changed James Bond. He did. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think probably for the better. It, it's certainly a 100%. more modern Bond. Well, it's a more realistic Bond too because it was getting laughable like the end of pierce brosnan's tenure was was getting laughable and it was i I mean there was always sort of a not cartoonish there was always a a, a camp value a campy thank you yeah there was always a campiness but the four craig bond movies have taken themselves a thousand percent seriously and there is humor and there's this and that but like these movies are as grounded as any james bond movies in my opinion yes unlike especially I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> yeah, that even, line I mean, like, is the only reason they named her that. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. <laughs> it's also it's it's pretty impressive too that 
that like Bond is still as popular when like Albert Broccoli and like the early movies are like the in the they're like the most misogynistic oh yeah pieces of shit and like that the women are named pussy galore and stuff yes and yes not not that the most recent and they get James- sexually assaulted or out outright raped that <laughs> yes those misogynist <laughs> movies but not and not not yep. to say that these most recent films have been like a bastion of you know like feminine uh whatever but like they've gotten a lot more progressive and less oh hey and i think they've had to do that out of necessity you but, can look forward uh, to sean giving his ted talk on feminism entitled <laughs> feminine as it relates whatever. to james bond the austin <laughs> feminine movies. whatever this uh, james this bond January. and the power of feminine whatever a ted talk by sean <laughs> keller <laughs> <laughs> The Austin Powers movies only only barely lampoon the early James Bond movies. Like they're almost yeah, it's almost something that you could actually envision in an early James Bond movie. <laughs> yes, they were. It was like too on the nose almost. It, A it, lot it, of vagina. <laughs> it's like that absolutely actually, could have been. It's actually Bond less woman. offensive than Pussy Galore <laughs> as the name. Also, there has never been a better time for Mike Myers to bring back that character to like for one last mission. They pull him out of retirement. Like it's that has to happen, right? I hope so. I, I really do. I I love those movies. I do too. <laughs> I find them so funny. I need to see him, you know, playing with different props behind a curtain so that the shadow makes it look like some sort of of weird course. sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see an opening dance sequence where one more time we want to barely not see him nude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we strategically place a marching band and small children in front of his bare genitals. <laughs> small children in front of his bare genitals. They had in one of them they had a woman like hold up a baby. Never yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> Is someone's birthday coming up? Did an old friend just get a big promotion? Maybe you want to wish a special someone a happy Leif Erikson day. (laughs) Why not tell them how much you care on the air with a little nonsense celebrations? Let us know what you're celebrating and we'll create a custom well-wishing message right here on the podcast. Your special message will be seamlessly integrated into our show, nestled sweetly between segments about how the world is going to explode soon, or a game where you have to fuck your dad's ghost now. (laughs) (laughs) For instance, let's say that today, November 10th, is your anniversary. Heck, for the sake of this totally random example, let's say that it's my second wedding anniversary. I might want to announce something like, Hi, Catherine, it's me, your husband, Sean, wishing you an extra special second anniversary. Now, the second anniversary gift is traditionally something made out of cotton. But this is an audio message, not a fabric store. (laughs) So instead, here's Joe with some hilarious facts about the history of cotton. Joe? Uh, Cotton was invented by Richard Cotton in the year 801. It's a staple crop of the southern United States. Fast forward to slavery and... Ha! Hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> and Mike actually wrote a song about cotton. Hit it, Mike! 
why Eli Whitney made the cotton gin, the cotton gin, the cotton gin. <laughs> A little nonsense celebration. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Catherine. <laughs> <sighs> why did we learn so much about Eli Whitney and the cotton gin <laughs> in school? That was probably the most important fact that we learned in school for some reason. Yes. Now, in fairness, we did all go to Eli Whitney High School. <laughs> go Ginsters. I'm go, pretty sure it turned out that I'm pretty sure it turned out that the cotton gin was invented by a slave and Eli Whitney took credit for it or something. Like, I swear to God, that's I think that's what happened. Oh yeah, that's that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> I'm s- Wait, Joe. Whoa, who's the mascot at the Eli Whitney High School? The Ginsters. The, the Ginsters. <laughs> that's so much better than what it could have been. <laughs> Spooling up all that cotton. If you have a drawing of what that mascot looks like, send it to us at the <laughs> mail hole. <laughs> mail hole at littlenonsense.com. Oh. You guys, uh, back to back to streaming bullshit. You guys ever hear of red carpet home cinema? No, no. I'm not surprised. I heard about it on a, a podcast that uh, Kevin Smith does called Fat Man Beyond. It used to uh-huh. be a podcast only about Batman, but since branched out because there's a finite amount of things about Batman. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> It's they like ran out. Started, they ran it's like out. Someone literally. started a podcast about apples, and then like episode episode seven, they were like, "And that's all about apples." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went. I mean, it that's started everything we know. It started great. He had guests on that you know were either comic book creators. Mark Hamill was on. It it, it was really uh, solid, but eventually he ran out of Batman shit to do. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> But uh, yeah, his uh, his co-host on the show, uh, Mark Bernardin, who used to be a used to be a reporter for yeah, (laughs) sounds made up. (laughs) It sounds like as your uh, doctor, Mark Bernardin. I mean, he might have made up his name. I I don't know. Uh, He he told him about uh, red carpet home streaming. Uh, Yeah, red carpet home cinema. It's a it's a streaming service for rich people. (laughs) what really yeah you can rent uh first run theatrical releases to stream to your home for uh try to guess how much it costs to for to rent for like a 24-hour rental hang on so you're talking about like world premiere like Like if the new james bond movie came out today how much to stream it to your home so so you're kind of you're basically paying what a theater would pay for yep Yes, pretty much. I have I mean, no it's, idea. It's less. It's a. Li- it's less than that. But well, yeah, because it's just twenty four hours, right? So uh, I. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know what the rental window is. I'm gonna say twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I say two thousand. Uh, Sean is dead on the money. It depending on the title, it ranges between fifteen hundred dollars and three thousand dollars to rent a movie. <laughs> Depending on the party, that could actually be worth it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Sure. That's got to be a good party, though. Or you just have to have more money than sense. Yeah. Oh, yes. God. Can you imagine having that kind of money? 
I mean, if you have the disposable in- income to do that, like, you you probably have like a home theater, you know, room. Yeah, for sure. If you don't, you, it'd be pretty embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> you watch it on your like thirty inch <laughs> on your phone. You, you stream it to your phone. You're just you're just sitting on the toilet watching Bond on your phone. <laughs> Actually, that I guess that would be the richest thing you could possibly <laughs> do, be, right? Yes. Yeah, I had spent $2,000 and watched it while I took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty that would be a pretty great rich person thing to do. You see the new Bond movie? Man, I went the theater was packed the other day. <laughs> oh, yes. I watched it while I did some laundry and took a shit. <laughs> yes, I was squeezing out turd. <laughs> I put the audio on while I was in the shower. <laughs> also, so, bang bang. What's uh, what's kind of interesting about the the company is there's a verification process to get an account. Uh, <coughs> it's it, it's extensive and expensive, uh, according to Slash Film. You have to have a credit card with a limit of at least fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Okay. Why? If you're spending if you're spending two grand, why do they care if you have fifty grand? Well, presumably, so you don't you have so much money you're not going to pirate it. Okay. There you I go. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you have to be okay. so rich you don't you wouldn't you wouldn't dream of it. It wouldn't even All occur right. to you because who gives a fuck? You're rich. All right, that makes sense. Because uh, yeah, it would if, be super easy to pirate it if you're it? approved I mean, if, uh, for sure. You have to buy a fifteen thousand dollar set top box. Which connects to their system. Wait, what? So it's not just two thousand dollars? No, well, no. You got to buy the equipment first. Apparently, okay, you can't so watch it on your a, phone. There's a setup fee. Okay. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars. The fuck? Uh oh, it's a thirty-six hour rental for between fifteen hundred and what is so special about the set-top box that it's fifteen thousand dollars? It's anti-piracy shit. It's a, it's oh, so a, it's. It's just it connects like a DRM to the red car- thing. Yeah, basically. It connects to the red carpet cinema home theater system, which is loaded with piracy protection. Huh. Uh, oh, this is fun. Uh, then you pay anywhere from $1,500 to $3,000 for a 36-hour rental that allows you to watch the movie twice. That's expensive. That's expensive. But, I mean, if you're the sort that's got, uh, you know, a butler... I imagine this is for you. <laughs> it's true, yeah. It's not a consideration, really. This is this is not for for people with our level of income. This is let, this is for me, I mean, people. Let me <laughs> ask a question though. So, assuming that you're paying upwards of seventeen thousand dollars between the box set and, and your the first rental, rental, wouldn't it be cheaper to literally just rent out and buy every single ticket in a movie theater? Yeah, but then you have to leave home. Yeah, you're not in your own home at that point. With your butler. I guess, but I could Jeffries. probably like I could probably hire a, a limo driver to take me to a theater. Of course you can. But the movie theater is gonna better. be a lot shittier than your mansion. No, it's not. <laughs> the the screen and the audio is not. You t- I it might be. Uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe Tom Hanks is like, Yeah, I love this service. <laughs> I, I don't know. I a theater is probably going to have better quality video and audio. Than I mean, that, if I were that rich, it wouldn't because I would have like an IMAX setup at, yeah. in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd play video games on it. That would be yeah. amazing. I, I, I as a kid, I used to dream about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
renting out a theater just to play video games. Dude. I remember when I dreamt about things. <laughs> then we got older. I remember when dreaming. we had dreams. <laughs> hey, I gotta take a nap real quick. <laughs> we'll wait silently. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. For for your silence. (sighs) All right. This is actually... that's our episode. I hope that that both of those periods of silence uh, stay in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Solid minute. Good day. Do you like Whole Foods, but you don't love it? I know, it's close, but it's just not good enough for you. Introducing food. No, not food. Food. It's spelled with a U and an umlaut. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Food only carries the finest and most expensive meats and produce. Every shopper at food gets their own concierge to pull them around in a gold rickshaw adorned (laughs) with rubies and emeralds. They'll show you different and exciting edible options without speaking because you haven't given them permission to do so. (laughs) Watch them try to explain through the silent art of pantomime that our kale is grown in soil samples secretly brought back from Mars (laughs) and watered with the tears of the working class. You already know, but it's so funny to watch them try. (laughs) At our exotic meat counter, you can enjoy fresh, wild-caught dolphin sushi directly off the stomach of a foreign supermodel. (laughs) And while you're there, trying to decide between tiger brains and panda heart, (laughs) tell the butcher to suck your dick. (laughs) He'll do it. He has to. Or we'll let members of our Palladium-level rewards program hunt his family for sport. (laughs) It's very illegal, but who cares? You're rich. (laughs) Food. This ad is just to rub it in your face. You can't afford to shop here. Oh. I feel feel like I'm missing out. (laughs) They pay specifically to make people feel badly about themselves. <laughs> it's just—it's not even a big price for them. It's just no. It's pocket change. Yeah. I. I what is with the whole? I've—I've uh, I've seen this before. The whole eating food off of naked women's bodies it seems so gross. I have not seen that before. I mean, I've never seen it in person. Is that is that a thing? Is that like yeah? Uh, if you go down, if you go downtown Louisville, <laughs> there's, uh, under the under the Second Street Bridge. <laughs> no, I've seen it like in movies and shit. They're like 
you know, just like there's some woman who's paid to just lay there naked with like a leaf over her vagina and then just the, her belly is plastered with hors d'oeuvres or something. <laughs> it's, it seems so weird to me. That sounds okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you just do because you've got that kind of money. I feel like a lot of things are that. Yeah. Yeah, That's it's just true. Status. It's about power. Yeah. You're so beneath me. Whoa. You're a plate. <laughs> you. Yeah. I guess I hear. I'm here about the uh, Craigslist ad for an actress. Yes. I'd like for you to play a plate <laughs> <laughs> for for six hours tonight. <laughs> How much does it pay? Are you allergic to fish? Thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Thirty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and you can have some of the fish after the party. <laughs> Anything not eaten off your body is yours. A- after the six-hour-long party, <laughs> <laughs> you can have the six-hour-old fish, the warm, the warm. body fish. <laughs> 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 the warm body fish. <laughs> Dibs on the band name Warm Body Fish. <laughs> warm, warm body fish and the body chowders. <laughs> Gross. Boy, it'd be good to be rich, right? Well, Absolutely, I mean, yeah. probably. <laughs> you know, it'd be fantastic. If, if, if Diddy is to be believed when he was still puffy... More money, more problems. I but I don't, don't believe I don't him. Believe that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I mean, your problems, your problems are whether to get, you know, tiger brains or panda hearts. That's your problem. I, think it, I just I think it's just different. It's different problems. It's just something rich people say to decentivize other people from trying yeah, to be rich. You don't want my kind of problems. I wish I had your problems. Exactly. Right. Oh, oh, I wish I were a normal person. That's right, Butcher. <laughs> Who didn't Keep... have millions of dollars. Oh, what was that thought? Butcher, keep sucking my dick. If only the only thing I had to worry about was surviving and finding food and shelter. That would be so great. <laughs> Buying clothes for my children. Hey, hang on, one of my plates is getting up to go to the bathroom. Get back here! You go to the but bathroom instead, where you I've are! Gotta worry, I've got to worry about boat maintenance. It's awful. <laughs> boat you maintenance might be the two most pretentious words <laughs> I've ever heard. You know what's funny is uh, both of my bosses have a boat, and uh-huh. and and one of them never shuts up about maintenance. <laughs> boat. Specifically, exactly. boat main boat maintenance. <laughs> what's it's really funny is another guy in my department <laughs> fixes his boat. <laughs> I bet there's a subreddit called Boat Maintenance that's just a bunch of rich people complaining about their rich problems. If there, is, if there isn't, we should create one that's like a rich yes. person circle jerk. <laughs> we just invent uh, rich people problems. My sushi plate called in sick today. Can you, can you believe it? Uh, okay. Something like, uh, no, died of COVID or something. Today. I'm looking to see if boat ma- our boat maintenance is a sub. <laughs> because uh, if, if, if it's not, it's going to be. Yes.
Epstein Island was booked for my birthday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know how I'd get there, honestly. Since no, my I've... boat broke down. There. I've wasted an entire week on boat maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never, you never specify what happened to the boat. It's just... Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry, Fran and I can't make it tonight. You know, boat maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. <clears throat> oh yes, of course, yes, boat maintenance. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be code because no one would maintain their own boat at that tax level. That's true. Yes, of course. <laughs> Yeah, we were trying to take the big sailor, the, the big yacht. We we had the little bot, little yachts getting worked on, and uh, the big one. Well, it needs quite a bit of boat maintenance. <laughs> 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 so stupid. <clears throat> I was try. I was trying to think of something about horse maintenance because I feel like horses would be the next thing below boats that rich people complain about. Yeah. Is horse below boat? That's a good question. It depends on the boat. And or it the depends horse. on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I think less people own horses than own boats. Fewer. Mm, fewer. Uh, fewer. <laughs> Don't get me started on horse maintenance. I think that's probably <laughs> true, but if we're talking about like boat maintenance level problems, it's yeah. gonna be a- <laughs> It's a big boat. Is it a wash? I think it, oh. I think it has to go boat, horse, and then boat again. Like yacht. Yeah. Just, boat, horse, just nicer, yacht. nicer boats. Yeah. Yeah. But then then there's nicer horses. That's true. <laughs> just enormous it, it goes, it goes giant boat, horses. Boat, horse, boat, horse, race boat. horse. <laughs> boat with a stables on it. <laughs> For your horses. <laughs> So the first level of horse has to be you keep a horse at a stable you don't own. Right. And the first level of boat has to be like a pontoon or speedboat. Sure, fishing boat. Or it fishing. Has to, it has to have an engine. I mean, at the it, very least, yeah, it's it got to be a rowboat. Yeah. No one, no one with right. a rowboat is is it has boat maintenance issues. They don't own no. a boat. You just, you just, there's a boat behind your house. <laughs> you don't own that. It's just. A tree accidentally fell in the shape of a boat. Yeah, they're just, they're just <laughs> displacing some water. Because otherwise, you'd have to include people that, like, kayak or yeah, no, not canoes. No, no, no. Those aren't boats. No. Those are kayaks and canoes. Really, when I'm, I'm thinking sure. of something you could, I'm thinking of some, something you could sleep on. Like, you could sleep a couple mm. people Well, you certainly couldn't. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's true. Yeah. Not without yes. drugs. Lots Very of Very serious drugs. Yeah. Show brought to you by cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> that won't help you sleep. It <laughs> will not help me sleep. You know, I, I, sleep I, I can drink straight up espresso and then take a nap. I wonder if I could fall asleep That's, on cocaine. That's so weird. Only one way to find out, Joe. I can't sleep Tune unless in my next heart week is on a little nonsense <laughs> where Joe tries to sleep on cocaine. As we all I just take <laughs> cocaine. I just can't sleep unless my heart is bursting out of my chest. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something soothing about it. Yeah, it, it's it, the rhythm. That 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 kind of coffee doesn't even affect my heart rate. I I have I have such a tolerance to caffeine. It's crazy and dangerously unhealthy. 
<laughs> Just like every other part of my life. <laughs> At least that's what the doctors say. All of them. Wow. All of the doctors. <laughs> this is, this is the most Debbie, Debbie Downer, Downer moment. <laughs> Just all. Joe's like, my doctors tell me something different every time I see them because there's always something wrong. Wow. <laughs> Uh, my doctor said if I don't lose 40 pounds I'm gonna die he was my optometrist (laughs) 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 oh my god that's funny Talked about boat maintenance. <laughs> I guess it's a lucrative business. <laughs> oh shit! Uh. Fuck, that's funny. Oh god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> At least Corey that's what my that's what my dentist tells me. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh shit! So how about that election that just happened? <laughs> Man, that bell couldn't have been better timed. I obviously lose today. <laughs> and with a score of two, I am this week's loser. Oh, excellent. Oh, wonderful. I have been and shall continue to remain Joe Moracle. <laughs> I'm Sean Keller, and whew, I've got some boat maintenance. And I'm Mike Pareto, and I enjoy warm body fish. have a great week a little nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts all ads are meant to be humorously fake any resemblance to a company person or other entity real or imagined by someone else is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody if you have a question comment or discussion topic you can email us through the mail hole that's mailhole at littlenonsense.com you can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often fair, necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom, and you can be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. Your donation could be used for many important things, such as mobile app transactions. <laughs>